0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com.
1: Hi, this is Shane.
0: And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. Today
1: we're discussing. Wait, you've never seen Groundhog Day? Didn't we just do this?
0: <laughs> now I've seen it multiple times. Oh yeah. Or have I? I don't know.
1: I think you're. Now you're messing with me.
0: <laughs> so, um, up front, there's a there's a couple of things. Um, they they do use some ableist terms like um. A lot of people still use these words, and I understand that it's, um, you know, it's, they're still in common usage. But, like, um, moron, idiot, imbecile, these are words that were actually used to, like, classify people into, like, intellectual categories and then send them to institutions or there were, there were treat actually, them. Yeah.
1: There were levels. It levels. wasn't just, now it's like those words all mean the same thing.
0: Right, it was, um, there was a American Association for the Study of the Feeble-Minded. Oh, that hurts. Feebles also, don't, yeah, don't say feeble-minded, that's not cool. Um, so that was used to refer to a mental age between 8 and 12, and an IQ of 51 to 70. Um idiots a mental age below 6 and imbeciles mental ages between 6 and 9. And don't even get me started on the IQ test because that's like it's basically how we talk about standardized testing now. It's just geared for one specific group to do very well and everybody else is just going to do terribly on it.
1: What's interesting about the IQ test is that it it it's more about It's not about how intelligent you are, it's about how, you know, unintelligent, if that's a word, you are. Like, that's why it was invented, correct?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's more to classify, like, the, the, quote, lower people than to distinguish the, quote, smart people.
1: Yeah, that was an unintended, well, it wasn't, I don't know if it was unintended, but it was, it was a, it was an effect. Gotcha. Not the not the... Not the uh, the reason.
0: So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind if you use those words. That like that's still a very real thing that disabled people sometimes experience, and those words can be just reminiscent of that, and that's not cool sometimes. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, so, part of the part of the um, the the story is that he tries to find ways. To in the day that never keeps ending or keeps repeating, right? And so he tries to kill himself a few times. So, um, I didn't count how many times, but it's multiple times.
1: Some are some are depicted on screen, and some he just describes uh-huh. his suicide attempts. True. Well, are they attempts if he actually succeeds suicide? Anyway, he he dies many many times.
0: Yes. And then there was a scene where I got very uncomfortable. I almost asked, like I was on the verge of asking you to fast forward through that scene. And it's basically like Phil and what's her name? Rita. um, Go up to his hotel room and Uh, B and B his B and B. And he's, you know, trying to get her to stay and, She's like, you know, no, we have a big day tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And he gets more persistent and she gets more resistant and this goes on for a while and it it just gets very uncomfortable and she finally leaves, right? I think I've kind of blocked that scene out of my mind. I'm sorry.
1: She eventually actually is, I think it might end with her either yelling or slapping and then there's that whole montage of just her slapping him.
0: Oh yeah, that was nice. I liked that. Yes. Unsurprisingly, okay. So I think that's all for for the trigger warnings.
1: So what three things did you expect from this movie? This is a, <laughs> you're giggling, so I assume <laughs> that you expected things that never happened. Now you knew, like just up front, you knew the general premise of it: a day that doesn't end.
0: Well, if you would let me weave my tail. Um, Uh, the first thing that I actually
1: I'm a man so I need to over explain (laughs) go ahead so
0: the first thing that I expected which I which I did know was that the same day keeps repeating over and over yes Um, I also expected so I thought groundhog day might be a red herring like it wouldn't actually be on that day that
1: see that's not bad
0: but I thought there would be a real groundhog involved somehow this will make more sense when I get to my to my summary.
1: <laughs> I mean, of course, there are scenes; there are memorable scenes where the groundhog is actually driving the truck.
0: Oh my god, I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> um, That's fun. And then go drive
1: angry. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting. Go ahead.
0: Um, I expected that the day will stop repeating once Bill Murray learns his lesson. About whatever he needs to learn his lesson about. I was
1: really hoping you were gonna say, once he learns the true meaning of
0: Groundhog. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Lovely. Okay.
0: So, whether or not I. Ex- a lot of people I know like it. Yes. Like the movie. So, I gave it three and a half stars to start off with.
1: And that's your baseline, right?
0: Three is my baseline. Three
1: is your baseline. Okay. Okay. What is your one sentence <laughs> summary?
0: I think I might. Have, I I think I might have mixed up two Bill Murray movies.
1: Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> okay. While playing golf, Bill Murray <laughs> encounters a groundhog.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. Can I finish
0: my summary, please? I'm going to pass that. Wait.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm back.
0: (laughs) It gets better. While playing golf, Bill Murray encounters a groundhog Mm -hmm. who throws a golf ball at him, knocking him unconscious and beginning a time loop. (laughs) So so you're combining
1: Caddyshack.
0: (laughs) I guess. I've never seen that movie either. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I wasn't sure. Caddyshack.
1: It, it, just for frame of reference Not to ruin it for you But <laughs> Caddyshack <laughs> Is when Bill Murray Plays the groundskeeper For <laughs> <laughs> For a golf course And it's gophers It's, go- gophers. it's okay. gophers okay. gophers That are, <laughs> They're messing with him
0: Okay Gotcha Cuz yeah, I would think like okay, he's going to put the put the ball and then when he bends down to pick it up, there's going to be a groundhog there that throws the ball right back up in his face.
1: Now, can we say right here? Even though it's a little early. What did you think about the fact that we you never really get explained? I mean, he he gets oh. out of the time. We're going to get to that.
0: We're going to get to that. Okay.
1: Because they never really tell you exactly why it is. It
0: took everything in me to not yell at the TV when that happened because I wanted to save it for right now.
1: When what happened?
0: When we didn't find out.
1: Oh, okay. Because you could have found out in the last two seconds. So I'm, you know, at at any point you could have found out. Yes. But you never really do. So... Let me just before we get further off track. <laughs> so, the IMDb one sentence description of Groundhog's Day: Uh-huh. A weatherman finds himself inexplicably living the same day over and over again. So it's almost like if you played it safe and didn't give descriptions, you could have gotten, you could have only, you could, you could have almost gone, you know, word for word.
0: I still can't believe I mixed the, mixed the two up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i mean it, i think bill murray and maybe this is a little offensive but i think bill murray always plays kind of a version of himself like I he really is into golf and he really is kind of a jerk
0: <laughs> i think that you might have a little bit of a crush on bill murray because we have watched scrooged um, we're watching this one. We're watching Lost in Translation soon. He might be taking Bruce Willis's place in your heart. That's all I'm saying.
1: So, when I'm feeling, when I want to be, like, uh, when I want to wallow in misery, <laughs> Bill Murray is my boyfriend. Uh huh. But it's but Bruce Willis is the one who's going to save me and make and save the world and, and make, make things, things better.
0: It's <laughs> good. I I see.
1: How did things meet or not meet your expectations? Well, obviously, We've the, same, the of th- same
0: day keeps repeating <laughs> over and over. Right. There wasn't a groundhog involved in the way I thought. Like, okay.
1: The frame, the, the story sits on a frame of Groundhog Day, and that's kind of it.
0: Right. I, see, is Groundhog Day really that big of a thing? Like, maybe this is just, like, bumpkin me coming out of the woodwork or whatever but like they had him in they had the groundhog in a cage they put him in a fake tree stump they take them out of the feet like he doesn't he doesn't literally come out of a hole in the ground like
1: they kind of pull him out
0: that's just rude he did not look like he liked that at all
1: they do dress like that like a lot of what you see in the movie Groundhog day is not it they didn't go to puxitani. But they do dress like that. That stage and the little stump—it's all kind of done just like that. They recorded. Uh, they they filmed the whole movie in and around a place called Woodstock, Illinois. And this is one of those things that's kind of it kind of annoys me. They wanted to uh, R- R- uh, Ramus Harold Ramis uh-huh. the director, uh-huh. wanted to find the quote unquote perfect uh, little town. Uh huh to do this in it's like well maybe the place that actually holds the festival would be the perfect friggin place maybe anyway so i don't even know if there's groundhogs in texas where we currently reside
0: so um well let let me finish telling you because i i have things to say about that later too. i'm sorry
1: i was gonna talk i was gonna talk about the importance of groundhogs day if you live around groundhogs oh okay but real quick I mean I do know I, I I do know people who have traveled to Buxitani, uh, PA to 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 be at the at the Groundhog Festival. I know people who need to watch the movie Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day, the way that other holidays are honored with the movie you know. Yeah. Where you might want to watch Halloween on Halloween. Right. You know. But it might be a regional thing. Being, I'm from Ohio.
0: Well, I thought, I thought the groundhogs were reading like, for example, if you have a groundhog in Philadelphia, or I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, or Punxsutawney, you have that's own. gonna depict, that's gonna predict the um, six weeks of winter for Punxsutawney. You might have a different groundhog saying a different thing in Chicago. You know so, what I'm saying?
1: Right. So different regional locations. That's a really good point. Different places have. Their own local groundhog that they consult. I'm not making that up.
0: But well, that's why I'm saying, why go all the way to Punxsutawney? Just go to your own local groundhog. You'll get more reliable information.
1: Okay. First of all, <laughs> the con, and I think we're already getting in in the weeds here. Maybe we should have called this podcast "Getting uh, Getting in the Weeds." <laughs> but the whole okay, the whole idea. In West, uh, in Western Pennsylvania, or any place in Ohio, the different places where they have groundhog, <laughs> groundhog festivals, and your local groundhogs. The idea of winter only lasting so the so your choices are either winter's going to end in two weeks, mm-hmm. in the middle of February, or it's going to end in six weeks in kind of the middle of March. Okay. Winter does not end in that area (laughs) until like May. Okay, (sighs) it does not end in March. Like so, it's kind the the point is sort of moot Uh
0: because
1: it doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, you think you think the groundhog? You right or wrong? The groundhog's always wrong. So
0: what you're telling (laughs) me is the groundhog has the greatest type man since George Washington.
1: Yes, I think the Tooth Fairy does more for <laughs> for for believers. How
0: much money? To, you know, what? we're getting way in the weeds. Uh, yeah, here. let's not okay. go
1: into that.
0: So, um, here's the th- okay. So the day did stop repeating eventually.
1: Okay, we're getting to the end, but, but
0: um, that's the end. But yes, but I kept the movie at three and a half stars because of two main two main problems. Let's hear about it that weird scene that was gross with Phil and Rita like no that was just way too uncomfortable and we never explicitly find out why the day starts I'm thinking okay we're gonna have one of two situations here okay it's gonna be a Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz sort of situation where she gets hit on the head and then she has this like fever dream and then there's no place like home she you know wakes back up yeah You were
1: there, and you were there.
0: (laughs) Or we're going to have a Star Trek-esque explanation where it's like a...
1: The Nexus. um, Oops. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You gave me a look. Go ahead. Continue.
0: Where it's like a um, quantum time loop or whatever that is only broken when um, Kelsey Grammer comes in from a ship, you know, (laughs) 20 years ago that has now encountered the Enterprise. So I'm thinking there there has to be some explanation. There wasn't an explanation. Three and a half stars. I'm not changing my mind. Huh.
1: She just folded her arms, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I mean, I understand that. So you couldn't... Like, I kind of got lost in the story. I got lost in the idea of... The reason for breaking the spell... Whatever the spell... Whatever the beginning of the spell was... Okay, I don't know. I'm getting lost in the fact of... Okay. He's doing all of these things. hmm Like, he has... He is kind of a god. He's sort of omnipotent in a way. Uh, just because... Like he said, he's been around so long. He's a god. He's a god. You know, that whole scene was kind of interesting. But he... When he finally uses that day... For the best possible outcome, to his knowledge, for everyone, mm-hmm. he stops trying to coerce Rita into going to bed with him. Mm-hmm. And every little thing, like catching that kid who falls out of the tree, you right. know, you have never thanked me once.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> definitely implied, like oh, maybe he's learned the lesson of how to be a decent human being. Right. But he never has that realization on screen like, oh, it must have stopped repeating because I stopped being an (laughs) asshole for two seconds.
1: You're right. It didn't seem like he knew. It wasn't like, oh, aha, I know how to do this. I will live the perfect day and that will break me out of this. He was just like, this is the next interesting thing that I can even think of doing Mm -hmm. is let me just do I've done everything horrible I've Uh robbed banks and killed myself and you know god knows what so yeah that was interesting that that wasn't even his he he didn't even he wasn't even counting on that as a as a as a uh, outcome you know right
0: that so I, I have a question, though. Yes, ma'am. And I'm sure there are people who have seen this movie a million times who could probably tell me the answer to this. How many times does he repeat that day?
1: Now, it's almost like you just read exactly what is on my screen because that's what I want to talk about next, really. So the original writer of the screenplay, it was later co uh Harold Remus also got a writing credit because he changed some things Mm -hmm. in the script. But the original writer was Danny Rubin. Danny Rubin is a... I don't know if he calls himself a a Zen Buddhist, but people call him a Zen Buddhist, which might be a different thing. Mm -hmm. And the original idea was that he was... That uh, Bill Murray's character, Phil, Uh is repeating the same day for 10,000 years. <laughs> Which that's kind of like Shut a... Shut the
0: hell up?
1: That's sort of like as there's a there's a history in like Buddhism like a 10,000 years is a is a common.
0: Well, you know, I time frame. I assumed it had to be a while because he he becomes proficient in playing the piano. He, they start calling him doctor, which I have questions about. How could he become a doctor? Like, he would commute to medical school? I mean, how does that even work?
1: I think they just... T- the. I mean, when he, um, when he does the Heimlich maneuver on one of the, the father's...
0: Oh, right. Mm-hmm. ...guys
1: in the top hat that are the groundhog people. Uh-huh. I think he just identifies himself as doctor. Oh, I see. I, I, don't, I don't think he... He's actually a doctor. I don't think, anyway.
0: I see. Well, but he becomes proficient in the piano. And that, as someone who b- tried to play the piano or tries to play the piano, that takes a while to play like he was in that club or whatever.
1: And he does say things, like when he's sitting on the bed with Rita, and he's uh, they're throwing cards into the hat. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever tried to throw throwing cards into a straight line, like five feet away. It's harder than you think it would be to do.
0: Oh, I, I think it's probably pretty hard.
1: So he says, oh, like he gives a little clues here and there as to how long he's been there. Mm-hmm. She, she's like, oh, this must take forever to do and to, to learn how to do. And he's like, oh, five, six months. You do it three or four times a day. You'll get you'll get there. So I think it might be something I, I didn't look this up, but maybe three or four years, something like that. Wow. But here's the thing. This, again, is that's one of those... That's
0: kind of sad, actually.
1: To live the same day over and over again for three or four years?
0: I Yeah, that's, like, the same exact day. Because there's only...
1: There is a sadness to this movie, for sure.
0: I mean, you change, but ostensibly the people around you don't. Like, he has that same interaction every day with Ned... The life insurance guy,
1: Ned Ryerson. Am I right? Or am I right? Or am I right? Or am I right? My, my, sorry. My brother and sister and I do that all the time. Maybe it's just my sister and I. Are you? Am I right? Or am I right? Right, right. So he has the same interaction every day.
0: I mean, they they vary slightly, but depending
1: on your his own reaction.
0: Right, but it's it's he ha- always has interactions with these people. Them not. Their interpretation of him doesn't really change. They're always seeing him for the first time or the second time,
1: or how, or whatever their relationship is has right. always been. Yeah, s- since the day before. Yeah. So
0: that's kind of like it's. I guess it's kind of sad that you're getting older, but everyone else. I don't think he
1: is though. See, this is one of those movies where one of those time. It's essentially a time travel movie <laughs> if you think about it. Because he's reliving the same day over and over again, and he can retain knowledge and he can retain muscle memory, evidently, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but he doesn't age.
0: Interesting. It's
1: one of those things that breaks the what is it—the second law of ther- uh, thermodynamics—that all systems are in a state of, you know, everything's going towards disrepair.
0: You know where that doesn't apply.
1: Somewhere Hollywood. in Star Trek. <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's why it could go on for ten thousand years. Like he could, he could essentially do it forever, be stuck in this time loop. Anyway,
0: so we had talked a little bit about are there, are there? um, (laughs) Look
1: at how cute! We're looking at a picture of a groundhog.
0: That is a prairie dog. Thank you. That's a prairie dog. Yes. No,
1: that's why it looks cute. Groundhogs are not very cute.
0: Um, because while we were watching this, I thought to myself, oh. I have lived in Texas my whole life, as I've said on here before. Our um, groundhogs and prairie dogs the same, and they they're the they're members of the same family, the squirrel family of rodents, but they oh. but they are different.
1: So that joke when Bill Murray goes. We're getting our weather advice, our weather from a giant squirrel. Like he was, that wasn't just being silly. It really, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, <laughs> really that's are I didn't getting think of that. From a giant squirrel. Yeah.
0: So they're <laughs> like groundhogs and prairie dogs are cousins, but don't really look alike.
1: So it's not like you asked me. I think at one point, although you're not allowed to ask me questions during the movies, you I think you asked me if prairie dogs and groundhogs were the same. But I, yeah, I believe that they were, they were different. Can I, can I just tell you real quickly my, my one horrible interaction with a groundhog?
0: Sure. Did it involve playing golf? No. Oh,
1: okay. Groundhogs love to hog ground, typically around uh, exit ramps to highways.
0: Do you mean like they just lay on the ground and like take up as much space as possible?
1: Uh, they do a lot of digging, a lot of hogging. I don't know.
0: I don't know what that means. Like hogging,
1: literally digging with their with their front. Oh, okay. Uh, appendages. I don't know if they have paws. My interest in these things only goes so far. Okay. So they like to, they do like to hang out on on um, exit ramps. So I'm getting off the highway. I'm in Columbus, Ohio, and the exit ramp is all downhill. Right. Okay. So I just got my brakes done. Of course. And I went to hit the brakes because a groundhog decided to run out into the 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 ramp right in front of me, and they just they weren't as quick. They weren't there exactly how I wanted them to be, which was unpleasant. So
0: for you or the groundhog?
1: Well, this is <laughs> so. This is what happens. I, the groundhog's fine, by the way. Okay. So I go. I just, like, I know I wouldn't be able to stop in time, so I'm just trying to get that little groundhog between my four tires, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And it's, like, right in the middle of the road, and then I hear, like, this just the softest clunk, you know? And then I look in the rearview mirror like, oh, what happened? And I I swear to you, I saw this thing look to the left and then to the right, and then he turned around and went back the way he came. (laughs) They're not very smart.
0: No. So, are they similar in size like if you're driving, are they similar in size to like an armadillo?
1: Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad. I'm sort of like I'm sort of putting my arm my hands out maybe as wide as my shoulders. Mhm. And it's pretty um they're pretty bulbous. Yeah. Like I'm not exactly sure how to describe the space that I'm describing with my hands right now. Uh (laughs) But it's sort of like, um, if you had a baby Bjorn, it would be a little bit, the groundhog wouldn't quite fit in a baby Bjorn. Okay. It would be very uncomfortable in a a typical baby Bjorn.
0: I think everybody would be uncomfortable (laughs) with a groundhog. In a baby bjorn. No, you're the you're the
1: groundhog in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> the, the groundhog isn't wearing the baby.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying <laughs> you're wearing the baby bjorn with the groundhog. Both of you are going to be very uncomfortable in that situation. You got a groundhog right in your face. The groundhog has a human right in it. This is not a good this is not a good You turn the combination. groundhog.
1: You turn the groundhog's face outwards. Anyway, let's continue.
0: Would you like to carry on to the Bechtel test?
1: <laughs> so um, I do I do have a couple of things. So two two more things okay. before we go on to the Bechtel test. Okay. Gobbler's knob is a real place. Oh my
0: god, I forgot to ask about that.
1: Gobbler's knob knob. So knob and I kinda of forgot about this too. I forgot that groundhogs weren't in Texas and there's not a lot of knobs. There's not mm-hmm. something knob.
0: If you like, if you say gobblers in this you're going to think turkeys.
1: Right. So turkeys is is a is also um also a name of creatures, a uh, name of yeah. So, so turkeys go as um are called are called gobblers. Uh but um not like there's a place in Ohio called Vulture's Knob. Like Creature Creature plus knob but That's What a is thing. a knob? I, I, I should have looked that up
0: Is it like a rock formation Or some sort of Like A hill that's not quite a mountain But too big to be a hill I have questions I come from the coastal plains And now live in the, in the hill country
1: So if only there was A interconnected group of computers that we could have access to and we could look this up
0: are you looking it up
1: i am so (laughs) a knob is a rounded lump or ball especially at the end of the surface of something so it's essentially a a feature of the landscape that's like a hill that stands out a bump in a a bump in a landscape gotcha which would make sense if you connect but, that with creatures because it's. Oh, yeah. Benefit, it could be beneficial to uh, birds and other creatures.
0: Aren't there a lot of mountains in that area, though? Which area? Like um, Pennsylvania and stuff.
1: Yeah, Pens- most of Pennsylvania, it has the Appalachian um, so Mountains all the way through.
0: How would a knob stand out if there's mountains?
1: So. The quote unquote mountains Of most of Pennsylvania When you're riding through them And me and my brother and sister And my mother and father Spent a lot of time in the summers Throughout the 80s and 90s Going through those mountains Mm -hmm. And they appear really To be Enormous hills They look from ground level They look like big hills Okay. So a knob would be Um like something protruding out from it, it would be pretty easy to to have a, a landscape feature that wasn't just soft hills. There were there was no craggy peaks, really.
0: I see. Throughout so the like Appalachian So like a wart on the landscape.
1: That's unappealing to say it that way, but that's... Knob ac- sounds
0: unappealing, too. <laughs> that
1: would be accurate. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it... it like ge- Anyway, I'm sure there's some geological reason Like there's an uplift of rocks in a certain place There is one place in, I think it's West Virginia Called Seneca Rocks It's beautiful But it's exposed rock I think a knob would still have, like, greenery on it
0: Oh, I see Anyway You had one more thing?
1: I spent too much time talking about knobs quite frankly.
0: Well, you know, men are prone to do that.
1: <clears throat> so, a lot of this movie... I'm just going to move on. <laughs> so, a lot of this movie was... Bill Murray likes to add in his own little things here and there. Like, sometimes they're improv lines. Sometimes they're just like... He just takes a twist on things. He has a way of... He has a way with words and whatnot. Um, when when Rita is falling asleep, I think it's the... The second, del- it's like the last night that we see mm-hmm. when Rita's falling asleep, and he keeps talking to her as she's falling asleep,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he's like kind of telling her what he feels about her. Falling in for him, he was falling in love with her for years, mm-hmm. but you know, for her, it's obviously they're obviously not at the same level, <clears throat> excuse me, of intimacy, of knowledge of each other. So, Bill Murray. Um, when he got married, he, um, his wife got really drunk and fell asleep on their wedding night, mm-hmm. and he, I guess, wasn't as drunk as her. And as he w- when she fell asleep, he just spent part of the evening, like talking to her, even mm-hmm. though she wasn't like just kind of like talking to her about how he wanted their life to go.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: And whatnot. It was kind of a sweet moment, and he put that in. He decided to put that in the movie when Rita was falling asleep when Bill was still... When Phil... Bill Phil? Was still awake. So, Bechtel test can't be good.
0: It does not pass. Hmm. Um, we do have two or more named female characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we do have two or more women who talk to each other. But... Never the twain shall meet. So um Remember those three old ladies with the flat tire?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> they talk no to problem, each other man. about
0: the about the flat tire or they talk to each other about the flat tire mm, and is then it an What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um but they're never named. I even checked the credits to see if maybe we just missed it or something and it just says flat tire lady one, two, three. Mm. And I don't think Rita and Nancy ever talk to each other.
1: He kind of introduces her, but they obviously don't talk.
0: Yeah. So, womp womp.
1: Yeah, actually, Phil Connors introduces Rita to everybody he knows in that diner. And some of them are women. But, yeah, she never says anything, I
0: don't think. And I think we talked about, like, when they do go to the diner, that um, the waitress... Like, the um, Rita does talk to the waitress, but the waitress, who is named, but I can't remember her name right now, um, she always seems to be talking to both of them. She never has a direct conversation just with Rita.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: Not even like, oh, how would you like your eggs, or whatever.
1: Yeah, they're having that intense conversation, and she keeps saying, like, <laughs> like, like server things. Yeah. So, here's our specials. I can come back if you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about being a god. <laughs> nice. So, are there any pop culture references that you now understand?
0: I mean, I I more fully understand what people mean when they say, like, oh, this is a Groundhog Day situation or make some joke about it. But I don't really feel like there's anything in there that I don't know, maybe I've seen stuff and just haven't made the connection yet because it was so different from what I was expecting. Right. Um so I get I get the references to the movie, but I don't know I understand. Okay.
1: So how would this movie be different with today's technology? You're laughing. I haven't read what you so, at
0: the very beginning of the movie, the first time they're trying to get out of Punxsutawney, yeah. um, Phil goes and uses a payphone to try to call long distance. Right. <laughs> so.
1: And long distance, are you going to get to this? Um, Should we say that the long distance lines are down? Right. And he so, asks, what about the satellites? Right. Uh, and is it snowing in space? <laughs> <with> <laughs> I forgot money? about
0: that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, cell phone lines or cell phone towers can still go out, especially like in bad weather and whatnot. But it it seems like it might be a little bit more feasible. Um, But also, I and I wondered about this too. Is in this digital age of the interwebs, would it be easier or harder for him to figure out that the day was repeating? Like you know how he did the pencil thing. You know, maybe he
1: he's going to
0: fire off a tweet and be like, ha-ha, see y'all in 10,000 years. And then he <laughs> comes back the next day and it's gone. Or is there some sort of digital footprint that he could track? You know, like, what what would technology introduce into this movie? But Yeah,
1: because he's able to take... It's interesting what he's able to take with him. Like, why would he be able to take memories and muscle memory and, you know... Is he able to take information and his own body with him? Like, I wonder if he started... This is a little grim, but if he, like, started making marks on his own body, would those show up? Would that, hmm. would, would that be something? Obviously, that's not a today's technology thing. But I'm just thinking, like, if you're trying to see what's going to repeat itself tomorrow...
0: Well, it seems like he might have, like, self-healing powers because, obviously, he tries to kill himself... And I'm thinking, like, oh, if he breaks his arm, oh yeah, will his arm still be broken the next day? No, it'll it'll start over. He w- he wouldn't have a broken arm the next day if he, if he jumped off the jumped off the building or whatever.
1: But if he if he suffers some sort of emotional trauma the day before, that would stay with him because he retains right. Anyway, we're getting in the weeds. I think.
0: So yeah, I just um, I think. I think maybe it might be e- at least more interesting for him to try to figure out on the internet how he could f- figure out how he's repeating the same day or yeah. what he could test to see if he's repeating the same day.
1: Yeah, the radio th- for for Phil Connors, the radio was the first the first instance of him being told this is the same day.
0: Right. Because that was, you know. Who even has a clock radio anymore? Nobody.
1: (laughs) Like when I'm I'm like dealing with the reality of waking up in the morning, the first thing I do is grab my glasses and then my phone and like look at, okay, what time is it? Is the world blown up yet?
0: What, can you imagine getting (laughs) like, every morning you wake up at 6 o'clock and you pick up your phone, Donald Trump has tweeted. Oh God! Well, that is that
1: has that every
0: morning for ten thousand years.
1: It's been that way for the last like it feels like three years, years. (laughs) (laughs) almost as long as Phil Connor was stuck in.
0: (laughs) Um, that's all that I had. Do you have anything else?
1: Yeah, one more thing. So, Danny Rubin, the original, who had the original idea for the movie, aligns himself with Buddhism. But there are lots of religions that try to like that tried to kind of glom on to the idea of Groundhog Day. Like, oh, if you feel like you're living the same day over and over again, you might need Jesus, or you might need you know this other religion, or it was a it was a vehicle when the movie first came out to like channel the idea of oh, if you think you're having the same day over and over again in your mundane life, you might need whatever my religious you know affiliation is
0: that sounds like a scam
1: <laughs> it does
0: <laughs> it's like deja vu all over again oh my goodness gracious well on that note
1: <laughs>
0: um you can find us on itunes and stitcher and also on the cosmic potato podcast network at cosmic potato.com Episode, transcripts, and links to what we talked about are available on our website at we or on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS. And, and you can also email us at waityouveneverseen at gmail.com.
1: Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching The Groundhog Day. <laughs> probably be funny if I didn't call it The Groundhog Day. We'll be watching 12 Angry Men. Thanks for listening.